Hi, beautiful people. Welcome to another episode of this Passionate Life podcast. I'm so thrilled you're here for this journey as we question, how can I lead an aligned life? How can I connect with my soul's truth? How can I find freedom and fulfillment? We cover all things related to soul alignment, freedom, abundance, to manifest your best life. I'm your host, Stephanie Zito. Welcome to this passionate life. All right, my dears, I have to share some of the great things that are happening right now, and I would love for you to join me. I host a beautiful membership group for women seeking to deepen their intuition, clarity, and alignment. And every month we host a Zoom session where I get to see women who didn't trust their intuition when they first came in over the time of working with me, connect with their ancestors, with their soul guides, and now receive the sort of guidance they longed for with effortless ease. This is an intimate sisterhood, and we meet monthly for a guest speaker and also for our own soul session. You also receive a vault of courses within this membership on manifesting, on all things intuition, the chakras, and so much more. This membership is for those of you looking to have a powerful connection with yourself for greater guidance, clarity, and support, for less overthinking and fear, and for more aligned action and abundance with other soul-led women. During our sessions, we dive into ways to connect with deep conversation. You are embraced for being exactly who you are. These are some of my favorite sessions during the month as we create magic, feel more empowered, and have more clarity as we navigate the business of daily life. You are welcome to join us for only $11 for your first month. The link will be in the show notes, and we would love to welcome you into this membership to activate your soul-led life. All right. Well, I am so thrilled to have Allison Sutter with us today, who is a spiritual mentor, intuitive, and author. And we are here talking about something which feels really near and dear to my heart because uh, one of my main missions, and I think Allison shares this with me, is helping all of us to access this intuition that we all have within that is kind of our sovereign power that connects us with our soul, with our source, with our purpose. And something that I find that I even forget sometimes is how connected we really are, how guided we really are, how much connection we do have with our soul, like our big soul, and our guides and our past loved ones and source, everything that's there to support us. And one of the best ways that I've found kind of cracked open to really access this is something that we call channeling. So we're going to get into what that means, how it can help us, some steps to kind of get there along with Allison. And I'm going to just tell you a little bit more about who Allison is before we start. Allison has been teaching for over 25 years. She started her career in elementary education and switched to self-help spiritual industry for the last seven. It sounds a lot like myself in some ways. Her yeah. online self-guided spiritual courses have reached over 5,000 students around the world. And she currently works with women in a one-on-one -on -one mentorship program called Accelerate Your Mojo helping them to tap into intuition, transform fear, and connect to the power of their authentic self. 
Allison's most recent book, The Halfways, a guidebook to strengthening your intuitive connection is due out this fall on Amazon. I can't wait. Welcome, 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 Allison. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Yay, me too. Yeah, so thank you so much for joining us. I'm really excited just to kind of dive into this and um, start out really with kind of understanding what's like your definition of channeling? Like, what does that even mean? Why is that even relevant in our daily lives? Yeah, so that's it's such an interesting topic to, depending on what doorway you come into, right? Like, let me start from the end and then I'll kind of go back. It's sort of like reading the last chapter of the book first and then we'll figure out how we got there. So everyone's a channel. Every single person is a channel. I did not know this. I had a different definition, um, but every single person on the face of this earth does this thing called channeling. Mm -hmm. I used to think, and I'll give you a definition of what that is as I go along, but I used to resonate with channelers. I know we know some of the big ones like Abraham Hicks, mm -hmm. there's Lee Harris, there's a, like, there's a, there's a ton. Um, and typically it has been in my experience sort of guided toward those who channel what we call extra dimensionals or aliens or like mm -hmm. foreign, you know, kind of personality structures and things like that. So that's the doorway that I entered into. And as I was doing that, I thought, I don't do that. I don't mm -hmm. channel an extra dimensional being. So how could I be a channel? Yeah. I loved the concept of bringing forth benevolent, divine, loving energy. So mm -hmm. I just started to play around in that context of what does it mean? And what is my definition? So my definition did not include myself for many, many years. That was special to other people. Like they do that. I don't mm -hmm. do that. Um, and then eventually as the more and more I learned about the state of channeling, which just means when you're in that place where you're, where, when you're um, like when you're doing a creative project, you don't know what time it is. You don't know you have to go to the bathroom. You don't know that you're hungry. You don't know what time it is. You're sort of dialed in on this passion that you're doing. You're channeling because mm -hmm. channeling is just bringing forth um, information, translating information from really the ether mm -hmm. into some form, whether that's thought form, verbal form, some kind of creative form, like projects or something mm -hmm. in the physical realm. Mm -hmm. So that's what channeling is to me. And once I gave myself permission to adopt a different definition, it was like, oh, oh, I actually channel right, right? Everybody, mm -hmm. you, you channel right when you write a grocery list, you're downloading yeah. information. So well, I kind of just want to like yeah. take a moment because I feel like it's a lot like, you know, everyone's okay. at different levels. And sometimes I, sometimes I feel like when we get into this place where we're doing it and it feels like this is how you do it. It's like, this is how you make this amazing ganache cream. Like, I'm like, I don't know what ounces <laughs> are to whatever kilo. I don't even know. Yeah. What yeah, yeah. I feel like that can happen sometimes. So I just want to kind of like slow it down a little bit. Yeah. And kind of get to that space like I I agree with you when I first would have thought of a channel I would have pictured like the like the gypsy lady with the yeah. ball and she can like see like she can see like your future or she's like that's like the medium who's the psychic the medium who's you know getting um the the past loved one coming through and sometimes and I watched I don't remember the name of it this documentary on Netflix mm -hmm. about like psychic stuff a really cool documentary and one of the women um like in germany was mm -hmm. what, uh, what you call a traditional channel in that sense where sort of the spirit of someone or an entity or a benevolent being like 
kind of channels into becomes the in in her being and so when she speaks she's mm -hmm. not even really there it's like this other being is present and mm -hmm. some people would say like well that's like um you know the everyone's got like their ways they you know how it yeah. is like <laughs> yeah we all kind of break down but what i hear you saying is more when i picture it it's like let's say you you have a faucet and you turn the faucet on and you have this flow of water Mm -hmm. you picture well, where is that flow of water coming from it's coming from this this body of water maybe it's coming from this vast body of clear water in the, the same sense you talk about like the the ethers you know to me that's like we call it like the quantum field the ethers like we're connecting with this like like less you know three-dimensional space of information information that houses literally like our soul our souls our soul's guidance our soul's information information like from our past loved ones, information from what we could call source or the universe to help guide us, you know, including like our highest self. So to me, when you're talking about that, that's kind of how I think about it. So when we're, you know, when we're getting into that space of like clarity or we're just channeling the grocery list or we're channeling like, oh, this is what I meant to do next, or we get this brain pop, mm -hmm. you know, that to me is kind of the more like demystifying what channeling is mm -hmm. such that it is, like literally we, we are, you know, in my experience, we are uh, channels of source. We are like source yes. incarnated. Mm -hmm. So clearly if we are like the energy of source, <laughs> mm -hmm. we're also going to be connected to that channel. Like yes. that faucet doesn't have to be turned off once we're born. Right. It's, it's know, like the electrical it. socket. You, I mean, the electricity is always there and mm -hmm. with the socket analogy, you have to plug it in. You don't have to plug yourself in. You're yeah. literally channeling yourself. Yes. You're channeling source even yeah. like you're an expression yes. of source channeled. <laughs> yeah. So like, you can't not yeah. channel. So, yeah. so just to put it plainly, you can't not channel, you are channeling, but if channeling is defined as something that they do, mm -hmm. and then you put the parameters around it, channel, non-physical energy, check out from the process, close your eyes. It depends on how you think of that. What I'm inviting people to do is say, that's one version of the word, but mm -hmm. because we are essence first, soul, spirit, you know, non-physical energy, let's open up the category, put ourselves in it. Yes. And then experience as you go forth in your day, if you're watching this, you're like, huh, wait, I'm a channel. Okay. How do I do that? In everything that you do, you channel. It's just simply a, the state of being that you organically are. So yeah. let's say you want to um, channel some intuitive guidance, mm -hmm. right? Then you got to get into what is intuition? What is my definition of intuition? Because um, you're 100% intuitive. So then you got to, everything is, is exploration, experiential, right? Experiential learning is what you do in kindergarten. Typically you used to, I don't know about nowadays. Yeah. Right. You used to go in and experience it. You would mm -hmm. play with it. You'd tap on it. You'd bang it. You'd, there were no expectations. Mm -hmm. That's the invitation is to go forth with these words that you might already have definitions about and say, mm -hmm. well, what if isn't, what if that isn't really, you know, the, the definition that best fits my experience? What if I want more? Mm -hmm. And how can I go bang on it? And how can I go toss it around? And how can I, that's life. That's, that's your everyday experiences. You're banging on it. You're tossing it around yeah. and you're figuring out how it works. So I've always been channeling. You've always been channeling. What changed was my definition. 
so that I included myself in it. Right. Yeah. What I really like about that, what I love about that is literally why I feel like the conversation around intuition is so important because, you know, in our society, we have tended to have been in this structure that is sort of tiered. Like there's the expert, there's mm -hmm. the expert channeler. And then there's me who's not a channeler or a, yeah. I, mean, I have air quotes, yeah. or a quote yeah, yeah. unquote novice. And so we're supposed to expect like same with, you know, and I'm not knocking traditional religions, organized religions, and yet there is the expert. There tends to be the priest who holds a certain sort of magic and information. Mm -hmm. And so when we get into intuition, we're saying, I have a clear connect, direct connection with God, source, universe, yep. myself, power. And traditionally that has been very, um, uh, dangerous to power structures, because if yeah. I have my intuition and my inner guidance and I follow that and I can even potentially cure certain things within myself through yeah. that, then I don't need certain experts because yeah. I have it within. So exactly. not to say like, I love, look, I love learning. I'm always learning. I'm always learning from other people, you know, very humble that way about, you know, loving to learn and understanding people know more than I do about certain things. Mm -hmm. And yet um, what I love about what you're saying is that um, this shifts that such a, I feel like it's such an old word, like the paradigm. Yes. <laughs> I used to say that all the time, yeah. like the, the paradigm from, you know, there isn't the expert. So if, if someone's listening and they're like, okay, that's all great, but like, well, how do I start? What is, okay, okay, I get it. I'm, I'm the channel, yay. So like, how do I actually uh, access that? If I, you know, if I feel like I have this question and I feel lost or I'm not sure what to do next in my life or should I stay in this relationship or this feels weird? Okay, great. Well, how do I channel then? So we're usually what I tell people is just to, to take a soft step, right? What you're trying to do when you go, how do I do that? You're trying to take a giant leap, right? So <laughs> let's take a soft step forward. Let's know oh that we're God. in the place of doubt, right? We're doubting hard for like, I don't believe I can do this. I was just told I can and I do, but I don't believe it. So what's the soft step into another energy is, well, I guess I don't believe it today, but what if I did believe it? What if I did actually functionally believe that I was a channel, what, what would I channel? How would I channel it? What might be the most exciting way for me to express this connection to benevolent energy that I apparently have, mm -hmm. you know, you can just, you just start where you are. Yeah. Right? And you could even just use the words, like if the word channel still feels unfamiliar, it could just be like, well, how yeah. do I receive guidance to help me. <laughs> yeah. So let me, I'll give you some examples. So I'll give you examples in different categories. Let's say you cook and you go into the kitchen and you really, really like to cook and you just are, are with a meal and you're like, you know what? It just needs salt. Right. So you're channeling how to improve the reception you of this you just, meal. You just, yeah. you just know. Um, and you're like, oh my God, time. I don't have any time. I guess I need to put time in. So, okay. So you're channeling while you cook. Let's say you're a fiction writer. We have legitimized the channeling process for fiction writers. We say it's okay that their imaginary characters talk to them, right? Yeah. We're like, yes, they do. Yeah. That's interesting. So right. We, there are areas where he, we've legitimized this mm -hmm. musicians, right? Yes. Um, anyone in a craft, a, a craft like mm -hmm. that, we have said to them, oh yes, yes they channel. I was just oh, watching 2020 and Chris, whatever his name is, he was um, saying to uh, uh, or, um, 
Ash, oh my gosh, Ashton Butler, right? The guy who plays uh, Elvis, El- he says oh, he yeah. was channeling Elvis. And at one point he says he felt like, like he was seeing through Elvis's eyes. So mm-hmm. to your point, you know? Yes. So let's say you're in, not in the, what we typically call the artistic industry. Let's say you're in the science industry. You channel because if you're in the science industry or architecture or mathematics, you might channel or you do channel information that improves um, statistics or improves the innovation of something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, in a sense, you're just sort of receiving this download, so to speak, this information like, hey, why don't we experiment with this? Why don't we try that? That seems like the answer to X, Y, Z. This seems like it makes sense, right? Yeah. Like that's to me, it's like you're receiving information that you know, maybe synthesizes from a bunch of experiences. And yet it's sort of just like this download, like you don't always necessarily know exactly where it's coming from, but you're like, this feels right. Or this, oh, I'm receiving this information. I'm meant to do this. Right. We're always channeling. Even when you're in a bad mood, you're still channeling the, 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 the difference because the channeling is the state of being Mm -hmm. right. The, The second tier is what information am I channeling? Yeah. So the channeling is your natural state of being. The second tier is what information am I channeling? So most of us reach for benevolent, divine, mm-hmm. positive, right? That's what we want to reach for. Right. You can channel anger. You can, I mean, we talk about this. We channeling states of energy, right? Channel mm-hmm. anger, channel joy, channel. Mm-hmm. Um, we use that terminology. So you can mm-hmm. channel anything. So that's your natural state of being. And then the, the second question is, well, what do I want to channel more of? Do I want to channel the answer to a a challenge that I'm dealing with in my own, Mm -hmm. that seems mundane to everybody else, but it's a big deal to me. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. And then you tap into your intuition and you, you grab at these other modalities and maybe Mm -hmm. your permission slip is tapping, or maybe your permission slip is some other kind of holistic uh, protocol. Like you can use those to get leverage. Like some way to get into it. So for instance, like, um, you know, I know for me, like oming is a nice way to sort of uh, elevate my vibration, clear my head, clear my prefrontal cortex that wants to think about stuff to be in that place of more clarity. You know, I know for me, we describe different ways. Um, I think for me, I, I literally feel like I am, I sort of visualize like this connection to uh, the lesser dense areas of space time ether and feel it see it experience it like a channel and for me I do close my eyes not to like tap out so much but to tap in because Mm -hmm. when I in my visual field I must you know it must be very clairvoyant like I it's it's almost distracting to see so when I close my eyes like I see it in that uh quantum field so that's why for me, I'm not going anywhere. I'm very much present because, you know, I feel the feelings like all that stuff, you know, through the body. Um, but it's more like to uh, release distraction from the stuff around me or my desk or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, you, so that's, yeah. So it's channeling the city being, and then you can, you can do whatever protocol works for you. I would suggest just following whatever feels most exciting, interesting, curious. Well, when you say protocol, like what would be an example? Like you mentioned tapping, which is, you know, a system of like emotional release. Like what would be like another protocol that you might um, 
offer to someone. And I know the exciting thing is, is that you have a summit coming up yes. and you have a lot of great information within that summit about how to do these things um, yeah. and how to tap so, in. So I highly encourage everyone to join that summit. But I'm just curious, um, I kind of know one of your, I'm kind of prompting, I think I, think I know one of yeah. yours. But. Yeah, writing, yeah. writing. Writing is my thing. I, so it's the thing that brings me joy. So whatever, when I say yeah. protocol or when I say methodology, what I really mean is what brings you joy, right? Yeah. So gardening brings me joy. Writing brings me joy. Um, organization brings me joy. It's weird, but I get a lot of joy mm -hmm. out of organization. Um, I like to, you know, exercise. I found I tap into a lot of ideas when I'm exercising because I'm I'm really just open, right? Mm -hmm. I'm just here mm -hmm. to move my body mm -hmm. and down. I mean, download's an interesting word too. I, I'm shifting to not necessarily download, but um you as you shift your frequency, you just receive, right? Yeah. There, there, there's an yes. equalization with the information that mm -hmm. exists in the quantum field or wherever that as you shift your frequency, you realize it means you make real to you instead of it isn't being given to you. It's just you, like if you were on different steps on a platform, you would see different things based on where you were. Local. You become like a match for it, like an energetic match. Yes. That's why I feel like when you say stuff like um, exercise or writing, or it could even be doing something like doing something mundane like laundry, we're kind yeah. of letting our brains get out of, again, I go back to this prefrontal cortex that once it works really hard, it's like trying to think things and we allow ourselves to open to that space. And also like you're saying, when we elevate that vibration, you talk about density, like we're in this real dense space and a lot mm -hmm. of that information has, or that space or the past loved ones source, mm -hmm. it is less dense. And so we literally are elevating our vibration. I mean, exercise for sure elevates our vibration. Mm -hmm. um, something like water, like water is such a great conduit. So when we're taking a shower, yeah. you know, we can kind of, I don't know, zone out, so to speak, but in a sense, it's kind of zoning in. Um, and elevate, elevating our energy, relaxing, you know, being less tense, opening, expanding. So petting an animal, see. like walking with the yeah. being with your animals that yeah. you can enter a channeling. Uh, you're always in a channeling state, but you can channel or perceive more of the information that benefits you in your trajectory because you're more aware. You're more relaxed. You're more like, you're not like, here's my goal. I'm going to get it. It's sort of like, yeah, right. huh, what's up today? It's sunny out. My pet, my cat's really nice. You know, huh? Yeah. There's that idea. Ping. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I kind of feel like um, Joe Dispenza talks about this in his book, Becoming Supernatural. Like we can have our convergent focus and divergent focus. And sometimes when we get into convergent focus, it's actually what can create a space of anxiety and even a panic attack because yeah. we are so myopically focused on like, oh my gosh, I have to figure this out and I have to get this right. And what is it? It's like, we're almost like putting so much pressure on it. It's, it wants to hide. <laughs> and so yeah. when we get into that divergent focus, like when we're walking the dog or in a space of love and connection, right? Mm -hmm. like, you know, we're petting a pet. We're in that space of connection. We're in the space of receiving openness, divergent focus. Right. Yeah. So if you're, if you're in a space where, so it's just for the viewers, just imagine you, you, you can access where your energy is. You're just, you know, I'm two feet out this way and two feet out there, whatever, like I'm an yeah. inch out, whatever you kind of know where your boundary is. Now, if you imagine that boundary extending, mm -hmm. you include in your boundary more, mm -hmm. that's called 
raising your frequency because raising is actually because raising is a dimensional construct it's a, mm-hmm. it's a location and since we're multi-dimensional beings you know um that's one of the things that we think of but just because inst- i a lot of people get stuck on higher like i have to go higher it's like mm-hmm. just imagine expanding in all directions and as you expand in all directions you include more mm-hmm. therefore you have channeled because channeling is a state of being where you receive more so if you just extend your energy an inch out in in all directions you have channeled by receiving more of what's already there mm-hmm. right um Hold on. So, um, yeah. So, you know, you can think, just start, you know, thinking about if it's exciting to you, you don't have to do anything, but if the concept is interesting, if you're curious, if you get that sort of spike in like, Oh, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, play with these, play with these definitions, Mm -hmm. pick up a book and say, do I resonate with this? If I don't resonate with this, what kind of clarity do I get? Because I don't resonate with it. What would I like Mm -hmm. more Mm -hmm. of? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of the way I, I tiptoed it gently into this because I was being very strict with what I thought channeling was, mm-hmm. um, it was very constricted. I, you know, I had the stereotypical definition of, I got to close my eyes. I got to check out. And I'm like, I, I can't do any of that. So right, you know, right. just being open to the possibility that it can be something very, very different than that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and I like what you're saying too, is that um, when we get like a, a no of, you know, it's very interesting too. Like, I don't want to read this book right now, or that isn't for me. Or we, sometimes we can feel frustrated. Like, I feel like I should be doing this. I should be taking this path. I should be writing this book. But, you know, that's really great information too. And again, I feel like there's that sense of opening or as you talk about it, expanding our energy field to include being able to receive like just a little bit outside of what we consider to be our energy field. Then we're in communication with the energy that, you know, it can be communicating with us that we can receive. Yeah. And how do you know your aunt Ida who died two years ago, isn't sitting Mm -hmm. an inch out of your energy field. And as you expand it, you're all of a sudden medium. You're like, Oh wait, what? (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. I know. I love that. You dance it all around the room. They're like, (laughs) and that's the interesting thing is like in time space, it's not even like, we think they're like, (laughs) yeah, you know, it's just so interesting. We talk about yeah, and this is like a whole other conversation. Like we'd really get into the weeds. Um, I had another guest on the podcast, uh, Kira Grace. She was in our group too. And what something that I really gained from her and from um, learning from her is, you know, thinking about like dimension. We we have to we have to give words to things so that we can talk about them. Yeah. You know, but we talk about like dimensions. She brought in the concept of thinking about it in terms of, and I was using this term too, densities. Because mm-hmm. um, to me, it really helped explain, like, kind of just like you were talking about, like, it's not necessarily higher. There mm-hmm. is no, maybe no high, higher, yeah. but maybe people think of it that way. Because if you think of that, I think of gravity, I think of less gravity, it feels lighter. Well, actually, that's less dense. Mm-hmm. There's a lesser density to it. So. Yeah. I mean, on a very practical level, we're, here's how we are already multi dimensional beings height, space, length with time, right? Like we have, we, we are already multi-dimensional beings. So if you grapple with, well, I'm not a multi-dimensional. Yes, you are. You know, you have mm-hmm. length, you have width, you have height, you have time and you have space. So right there, you, you can see the practicality of your dimensions. Mm-hmm. Um, what you want to do with that is up to you to, to me, it, it sort of 
it helped me understand that that is a perception mm -hmm. of how my non-physical consciousness organizes itself in this mm -hmm. experience we call physical. So I have to, if I don't have boundaries, if I don't have limitations, I have no organization, right? Mm -hmm. I, I literally don't know where I am. And so yeah. limitation is by default a gift of the physical perspective. Mm -hmm. um, and dimensions are limitations. You can, I'm this tall, I'm this wide. I have, you know, today is, we met at two o'clock, you know, my time, 12 o'clock, your time mm -hmm. in this space. So, you know, multidimensional isn't just aliens, right? It's, it's you. Right. You well, and the interesting perspective is if we were to consider other beings outside of earth, then we are aliens to yes. other beings. Like, yes. how are we not also? <laughs> yes. To, uh, to, uh, we are aliens to another consciousness, form of consciousness. We, yeah. we, they are channeling us. Right. As we are channeling them. Oh, it's, good Lord. <laughs> They're channeling us. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. No, I'm kind of just kidding, but also not kidding. <laughs> um, I see some, uh, so we got some, some friends who have popped on within our membership. Hi, okay. Amy, Kristen, Jasmine's here. Um, Heather's here. So I hope you're enjoying the conversation. I just want to take a moment and pause and just see, you know, if you have any questions, if you want to share any of your experiences around channeling, um, kind of your own growth around channeling too, because I know I've seen a lot of you have a lot of growth. I hear Heather saying, yeah, I see you. Finding your way back to intuition has been instrumental in healing. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Uh -huh. um, um, so if you want an exercise in channeling, just think of your younger self. Think of you when you were two. You've mm -hmm. just channeled your younger self. Like it, it's not complicated. You know, it right. doesn't, I think this concept that everything has to be hard is a very ingrained human concept. Yeah. Right. You know, absolutely. Yeah. Like it has to be hard or it has to be outside of what could just be so just, or, or I need more experience. I need more training. I need more, mm -hmm. read more books. I'm not smart at like, no, actually it's, it, you're everything that you need to be. And so it, yeah it doesn't hard is a concept that we make it, you know, mm -hmm. because we're used to giving trophies out to those who struggle the most. It's like, if you struggled more, therefore you earned it more. And it's like, those who don't struggle as much think, well, they're not, you know, how can I be, uh, you know, equally as valued? And it's not to diminish anyone's struggle. It's like, we all have struggles. I mean, mm -hmm. I have a kid with a lot of health issues, so mm -hmm. there are struggles, but mm -hmm. um, we're right. all worthy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. Um, I'm curious, you know, for your own experience, like where have you found channeling or being the channel or the everyday channel to really affect you most or help you most in your life? So two things popped to mind. The first is um, to see how divinely loved I am. For example, I was watching Netflix one day <laughs> and as watching this character and I just resonated with this character. She was flawed and she was trying so hard. And I just, I thought, God, you know, I just love the dynamics of this character. And through my connection, my practice connection to being open to receiving, I heard, and I, cause I felt such love for this character. I heard the self source feels about you. And I went, what? No way. That is the coolest thing ever. Oh. Channeling. Right? Yeah, like right. seeing your own worth in real time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and the second is just 
playing with words. I didn't, I wasn't a writer when I, I, I was a fairly poor student growing up. Mm -hmm. um, I did not, I was not a big reader, right? Mm -hmm. And then in helping my daughter publish her first books when she was 12 and 14, I thought, why can't, why can't I do that? You know, mm -hmm. maybe I'll just start reading books. Maybe I'll find a relationship with language and words that is exciting to me. And then I just kept doing it. And I did it with the expectation, like, um, I don't have to show anybody this. Mm -hmm. I, I, and to me, the easiest vehicle to do that was the way in which I did it. Like some people, it might be fiction writing. Some people, it might be, um, you know, poetry. Some people, it might be lyrics to a song. Mm -hmm. um, you know, don't push against what you think you should do. Just go against, go into you know, your easiest. Yeah. If you don't like writing, vocalize things. You can vocalize things in your phone. You can, um, mm -hmm. you can do things in, you know, with your hands, moving things around. You can um, just find yeah. a way to connect with an energy that feels good to you and then watch how it expands. No, oh, I love that. Yeah. I love to sort of like you said, like finding that ease, you know, we're not really fighting against anything. There's no like one way you have to do this. It's uh, maybe through <laughs> dance or interpretive yeah. movement. It, it may, you know, people talk about channeling, for sure, channeling the dance. I mean, um, I probably, if I were to look back, like when I would first identify, like, oh my gosh, I felt like channeling was when I, I used to dance in college, mm -hmm. like ballet and modern, and you, you learned it all. But then once you were out there, like, Oh, it just was you can see it in a dancer when they're just like in it like they're being it versus still kind of learn you know learning the moves and <laughs> yeah and if yeah. you don't resonate with dance maybe putting a toaster together is your form of dance like right you know it's like whatever floats your boat that's yeah. where you're going to recognize your ability to translate information from a vibration to a thought right mm -hmm. when you have a thought that's a translation of vibration that's channeling that's mm -hmm. that's to me that's my definition a state of being a state of being which is our natural state of being um that to me that's the most fun concept because it's very open-ended right like mm -hmm. whatever whatever your thing is like just play with it have fun well i really like that because you know talking about kind of a, the translation of energy and I mean, it's a nice way to remind ourselves that we are energy. Yes. And so we're not really, of course, like we have all this density and, and yet like, we're not really that different from other energy. And so when you think of it that way, it becomes kind of easier to mm -hmm. understand how we can receive. Yeah. Um, you know, here's another example, and I don't know if it'll resonate or make sense to anyone, but it, it struck me at the time. So I, I like to t tell it as an example. So I was watching... And it just happened to be, I was watching this particular movie. It was like The Revenant. Um, did you ever see that movie? Oh, no. I almost forgot about that one. Okay. Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio's in it. Anyway, it oh, takes yeah. place in like the 17, 1765, something like that. Mm -hmm. um, when the fur traders were, trappers were, you know, doing their thing. Mm -hmm. um, I remember being struck by the awareness that the ability or the information to create a computer existed, a telephone existed then, right? Mm -hmm. The information was present. It didn't, information didn't download onto earth the minute someone created a computer or a phone. Mm -hmm. They harnessed mm. the ideas. Mm -hmm. They followed their channeling ability to 
put something together that harnessed mm -hmm. what was already here, right? So what is here right now, someone will channel in 20 years from now, we'll see some kind of contraption to clean up the ocean or, mm -hmm. um, you know, something magnificent that hasn't been received yeah. via the channel of intuition and excitement by an individual who then harnesses the activity of being physical to move things into place, mm -hmm. right? So, because there's stuff here that we're going to see in 30 years that we didn't know was here. Absolutely. Just like we do now that we didn't ex know it would exist, you know, 30 years before. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how long the cell phone's been around, but <laughs> it wasn't yeah. around when I was born. I mean, right. you know, that's really a really wonderful way to look at it too. And also just embracing the way we are physical beings and we get to sort of make manifest these things physically in the world. Like they are tangible. They get to be tangible in the form of a, a book or a toaster or another rocket ship or yeah. was something amazing to clean up the ocean. Um, yeah. That is kind of the beautiful thing about, um, about our physical form that we get to do that. We get to have that energy that yeah. gets to see it and feel it and create it. Mm -hmm. And for someone who says, I don't, you know, I'm not going to invent the next thing. You don't have to. It isn't about the recognition of what you channel and create. Mm -hmm. It's only about the fun of the process mm -hmm. in your own individual life. Because we can get carried away with, with judging and com competition and be like, I can't do that. It isn't about what you create for someone else's benefit. It's about what you channel for your benefit. What, right. what is setting in fun for your trajectory in life? You could, you know, just be someone who lives by themselves on a farm and doesn't talk to anyone. You're still right. channeling. Exactly. Yeah. Because it is your expression of being alive in this world. It's like your expression of, of your soul coming into this body. And, you know, your sort of job is just to experience your world uh, through, through your energy, through your expression. Huh. What I also love kind of connecting with what you're saying is I just saw this post today from someone um, on Facebook and she kind of started out kind of ranting about all these people she sees complaining about like these people took my idea and these people were writing exactly what I wrote and you know it's really true. A lot of times when we're getting a certain download or a certain um, way of being or putting our ideas out there in the universe. Well, guess what? Like it, it's not, it's not mine to own. It's literally in the quantum field. And I may be channeling that through the quantum field. Who's to say they aren't there are 10,000 other people also open and available to channel that same information through the quantum field too. Yes. So it may look very similar to somebody else's thing. And yet it's just like my, the way it expresses through me, the way it expresses through them. And I have a story for that too. We went to um, Colonial Williamsburg when the kids mm -hmm. were little and we were walking through the display houses and there was somebody who was talking about, it was like a loom house, you know, where they did the, they worked with the looms with the wool and stuff and made blankets. Um, and I distinctly remember this person saying, did you know that eight people around the world simultaneously invented loom type contraptions? Isn't that great? I just love that. Especially back then we didn't have technology. We no. weren't like Instagramming our looms. I mean, <laughs> you can't just like, yes. Suddenly these other people are gonna, oh, in Switzerland, they're making looms. Let's do it too. Like they didn't know that. No, it's all information. And the only thing you need to concern yourself with, is it exciting for me? Yeah. Is it exciting for me? Yeah. Do I enjoy this process? Yes. 
Yes, I love that. You know what I really love about that too is that especially as an entrepreneur, we can see so many ways that other people are doing something or succeeding at something. And just because it may look like they are having success because they wrote a book or um, because they host a podcast or whatever, it's like if it feels bad to you or it feels like outside of your energetic zone then it doesn't have to be for you that's the beauty of it is especially you know there's so many ways to do things like when we tap in and we follow that channel we follow that guidance it does show us the way it does show us the way of like exactly how our expression is meant to come through you know and the thing is it may take it may take shorter amount of time than someone else it may take longer and that part doesn't have to really be, I know it can feel really relevant <laughs> mm-hmm. and yet it doesn't have to, like if, if you were, if we allow ourselves to be in that space of like, well, I'm enjoying this process for me, then that gets to be what matters. Yep. People get confused about someone. I was just talking to someone about my books because I wrote a couple of children's books as well. And um, I was talking about the process and they were dumbfounded when I talked about the sales process. I'm like, I don't market my books. I don't market them. And and I can tell in their head, they were thinking like, well, why, why wouldn't you want to market them? I'm like, I don't enjoy marketing in that, in that context. I'd rather create Mm -hmm. and then let go. Mm -hmm. Um, And it can be confusing for people when you don't necessarily have a need to monetize something, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're so big on monetizing everything. It's like, I just enjoy the creation process Yeah, it will be what it is. I don't need to try to constantly monetize my children's books. I just Uh, just like writing them. Yeah, that's really beautiful. I think at the same time, it's nice for people to know that they're out there. So, you know, (laughs) I didn't even know, like, I would love to know more. I mean, just maybe a little snippet here and there. On Facebook, like, hey, by the way, yeah. I, I know. <laughs> I mean, I just do I hear you? I don't know. know. Like, I, I think that's really just a wonderful release of because I think we can make these things and they're so special to us. And then, you know, um, it can get kind of it, it can sort of take the magic out of it or take the you know, when we feel like we have to monetize it, that becomes like a separate kind of energy that we're then channeling, which Mm -hmm. may not be the energy that we even intended to, you know, sometimes like, I feel like what we can be channeling literally can be coming from, you know, what society's expectations are as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's kind of filtering out that, 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 that wave. (laughs) Well, your example of, of the actor who did Elvis, which we just watched that movie, like you have to channel the angst in order to replicate the authentic experience. So yes, you can channel angst, you can channel depression, you can channel anger, you can, you can channel anything. Well, you're going to love this. So a couple of things about that interview in 2020. Um, one, he talked about like, he actually lost his own mom at a young age, just along with, um, Elvis. And so when he went to his audition, when he sang, sung, Unchained melody for his audition, he didn't sing it to a lover or a girlfriend. He sang, sang it for his mom. <laughs> like, oh, so we channeled so, the pain of that situation. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other thing about that interview is right in the middle of that interview, my husband even told me this, and then he put it on so I could watch it. Guess what happens? Talk about as soon as Ashton says the word spirit, spirit, because he's talking about Elvis's spirit, okay. and a cameraman's light goes out. Like they never, and they keep it in the interview. They keep the whole thing, and they look at each other like they all know. It's like because they're in the jungle room at Graceland. It's Elvis's room, and they're talking about like the spirit of Elvis. And right when he says it, like the lights go out. So yeah, I'm totally gonna watch that. Yes. Oh yeah, 
I just love that. I just thought that was like just such great confirmation of, um, of presence. Just this idea that, yeah, presence and spirit presence and guidance that really is all around us. It was just really cool. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm, again, I'm super excited. You've got such amazing stuff coming up always, including this wonderful summit. So do you want to just tell us a little bit more about the summit? Yes. So it was channeled. Basically, it's an idea. And so I usually, um, you know, receive ideas that I think are really, really fun. And then I just know that I feel personally that we are on the precipice of shifting how we view education, mentorship, you know, it's, it's no longer this hierarchical thing where there's someone on top of the mountain and then everybody else is down below and has to receive what is and replicate what has been done. So the tides are changing. So I really am passionate about this idea of inviting those who want to learn and recognize their own innate competence, channeling mediumship and intuition. So um, that was the invitation. I just sat down and wrote the landing page in about three hours. Um, it's the same landing page that you're going to see. I, I corrected a couple of spelling mistakes, but <laughs> yeah. when you go to the landing page, that's literally what I was just like, what do I need? To, what do I want you to walk away with when you come mm -hmm. and you interface with this experience? What I want you to walk away with is a little bit more confidence that you're already doing this stuff that you're interested in. Mm -hmm. And then we've got all the teachers that I think have expertly said, you know, it, which is interesting. You haven't watched them all. But what I love is when you watch them all, they're all saying the same thing. Right. No, it's like, I didn't ask them to say anything. They just, they just said what so beautifully needs to be said to the recipient is mm -hmm. ask yourself, like you yeah. got this, you do yeah. not need to echo what someone else has done. Right. That's so yeah. great. I love that so, so much. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, the person comes and they interface with this experience and I hope they walk away with is more confidence and some tools if they want them, mm -hmm. um, that they're exciting for them to help play in this area of experiential learning. So the context is your own life. You don't need to make stuff up. You have your everyday stuff that you're, mm -hmm. your walkabout that you're doing your vision quest here in life. And then you see how these pieces that you've learned help enhance mm -hmm. um, your experience so that you can recognize more of what you're already doing, you know? Oh, it's really beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, well, I'm so excited. I know I'm going to drop a link in for anyone who wants to sign up and participate in that summit. Super exciting coming yeah. up with it kind of close to end of September. And um, how else would you want people to find you around the beautiful internet? Where's a great, where, where do you like to hang out? So I've been hanging out on Instagram a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, I will probably once the book is, cause I've got a book coming out next too. And like, we've got a retreat coming in the fall. So once everything's done there, I'm going to put a little more energy into YouTube as well. Mm -hmm. um, so YouTube, which is Allison Sutter, Instagram is Allison Sutter three. Um, I don't know what, you know, just, you can Google my name. Yeah. And whatever you need to find will come up. Exactly. Right. It will. It will come through like that particular piece. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and do you have like a free gift for our listeners or any kind of little. Yeah. So yeah. my original um, sort of hero's journey led me when I was at my rock bottom, I created a program called Accelerate Your Mojo. I know Mojo is a funny word, but to me, it means um, accelerate means realize sooner. Mojo is connection to divine. Mm. Um, so it's, it's 
the first step, and I said, there's a seven step process, but it's not a linear progression because I know I said steps. It was my coaching for the book title, but it's not like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They're, mm-hmm. they're multidimensional modalities. So I give people, literally, I took the first step out of the paid online program, self-guided program. And I said, here you go. Precisely because I want to know people how I teach. Um, it's literally how I teach. It's the content from the actual paid program. So there's no, there's nothing I'm hiding. It's not like here, you get this. Now you get this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, play around. Does it resonate Beautiful. with you? Does it help? Does it not help? I don't know. I love it so much. It just feels really, you know, a lot of times you, like you were kind of talking about mentors, you find a mentor and it feels like they're on this pedestal or maybe they put themselves on this pedestal and you're like, I am here with you. <laughs> this is not linear. We find the steps where we're meant to, you know, it really it just, I can feel it in exactly everything you're saying, just that confidence in anyone who is listening to find their way. Yeah. And sometimes these mentors were just here to help maybe shine the light a little bit you know, a hundred percent. I mean, I just had a client who finished up this week and, um, I think her, her takeaways were, you know, that she's way more reflective and aware, less reactive. Cause I work with a lot of people pleasers and, um, perfectionists and, you know, anxiety, that type of thing. But she's like, I just appreciate your sort of slow, controlled, calm, and that's what you walk away with is a, is a less reactive, mm-hmm. um, you know, way of interacting with your reality. Mm-hmm. Um, but I tell them right from the beginning, I'm just here to guide the way you have the answers, you are the expert. Um, and let's show you how mm-hmm. that's really beautiful. Well, thank you so much. It seems like a really great place to kind of <laughs> bring our bring our to us so, so close for now until we're in the summit together. And I just want to thank you so much for joining us and providing us with your take, your wisdom, your your channeled guidance. Yeah. Um, yeah, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. It was super exciting. Yay. Hey friends, thanks for listening. If you feel called to deepen your intuition, then message me, send me a message at stephzitocoach at gmail.com to get in on our next round of the Activate Your Intuition course. This course is meant for you if you're looking to take a deeper dive into trusting yourself, making decisions with greater ease, and tapping into the energy and the support that is actually always around us. We just have to ask. So I'll be happy to hear from you. And until next time, this is Steph Zito with This Passionate Life.